Hello everybody, welcome to Tell Off with Tootie and I'm here today with my amazing co-host. This time it's gonna be my dear, lovely friend, <laughs> friend Joyce Mububi. Hi Joyce, how are you? Good, how are you my sister? I am amazing, I am so excited Joyce to bring you all hmm. to my podcast today. And Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining me. Um, <laughs> one of the reasons why I wanted to bring Joyce and why it was so important for her to join today to educate and to explain and to kind of share her experience. Joyce, Joyce is the true McCoy. <laughs> Joyce is my dear friend from Zimbabwe and uh, absolutely gorgeous. And in, in, it's just the beauty of the representation of the woman from your region. It's just that that just solid, rich, black texture, just animated, just culture. And I think that we need to dig, deep, deep, dig deep into a culture to understand and what better than talking to locals, right? That's why, you know, we I press a lot when it comes to traveling because only traveling is going to allow you to see the world and understand it, you know? So that's why I wanted to bring Joyce. And I want to have, I want to ask you a question. I yes. brought you today over here because I want to talk about hair. I know it's going to be a spicy topic. It's going to be a spicy topic. I, I, I want to talk about hair. And it's one of the things that I absolutely love about Joyce is her, is your genuinity and authenticity. Oh. It's like when I see you, I see a fantastic, tall, strong African woman. Oh, thank you it's, so it's, much. It's, it's almost like an apologetic here. And what I love about it is like you have mounted, even with all these western culture you have maintained yourself like pure to your roots and to you who you are and unapologetic like this woman has your hair is i mean your hair is amazing it's like she doesn't relax she doesn't she's just she's raw she's hair and she has a fantastic beautiful daughter who has a mane like a freaking lion and that beautiful man is untouched and yes. I love it and love it. And your son, the exact same thing. It's like keeping your essence, keeping your, your true nature, even like not allowing external factors to influence who you are and to doubt the beauty within who you are and that to me is amazing because we're here in this country when everybody gets so manipulated from media from beauty products from celebrities from blah 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 that you know they losing the essence of who they are and it's something that i've seen throughout the years and i know joyce for years before yes. even neither of us have kids and we both have yes. teenagers now <laughs> yeah. so, and, and that hasn't changed the glicks and the glamour of the Bay Area, of the glitzy California, hasn't, haven't changed the essence of the African woman that came here. And yes. on that note, I want to ask you, how do you feel here? How have you 
mm. fit in this country and how have you make yourself so strong and so noticeable and still what are, what makes you what drives you to you know not lose your essence and who you are Oh, that's a great question to me. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, my flowers are giving me all these flowers today. <laughs> I'm speaking I'm fast, girl. So blessed. I'm so blessed and so happy to be here with you to share little gems and just, you know, um, just pour water on you, right? Like, uh, there's this fantastic quote, I think it was, um, that says, he who waters mm-hmm. others needs to be watered. So I'm here doing my part. And so thank you very much. Um, uh, so uh, yes, uh, it's, oh my goodness, this, this journey has been very, very interesting. Has It's not over yet, but it's one of those things where, you know, I'm from Zimbabwe. I've been here now 24 years and I came, you know, school, met my husband and we're here and we have children and um, raising, you know, you know, biracial children, right? African and German yeah. and American. Mm-hmm. Um, in, the, in America, it's definitely a challenge of itself and being a black woman as well. I mean, yes. six foot tall, dark, <laughs> loud, strong, <laughs> vivacious, you know, like, yeah, the presence is definitely there. It's been a challenge in the fact that um, just really you know, especially navigating these waters as a black woman in society, you know, where, um, you know, predominantly where we live sometimes, you know, isn't exactly, you know, the representation of the world. Yes. And, (laughs) you know, our, you know, our blackness isn't represented, our Africanness isn't represented. So we are in the minority. So that in itself, raising these strong black children with, you know, multiple ethnicity as well. Yes. It's definitely, it really, you know, has taught me to dig deep in terms of like my upbringing, you know, my foundation, where I'm from. So really keeping grounded, you know, with my family and my friends. And so these kids can see blackness, see black excellence and see the strength that it is to be, you know, black in America. You know what I'm saying? And so that pretty much is my driving force. And that is the foundation where it's come from is, you know, knowing, you know, you know, where have I have come from and never forgetting that, you know, and that those roots, you know, you know, um, just kind of fortifying where what's happening now, you know, so I really, you know, always, you know, keep you know, my family close, my cousins, and it's important for my daughter to see black women, you know, that are, you know, that are visible, that are strong, that have got a voice. So this, what we're doing today, uh, Tootie, you and I having this conversation is just, you know, just, uh, you know, icing on the cake for our children, you know, our daughters, to see the different types of, you know, of how beautiful, you know, the black culture is and just the different facets, not just in our hair, but in the complexion, in uh, the way we talk, our accents, like we're, it's, it's, this is like a diversified, you know, kind of. But isn't, that, isn't that beautiful? So beautiful. And it's so beautiful. It's, it's something that, you know, I, without, without offend any other culture, but I see that 
I can I don't see this you know variety what I would mm. say in any other culture than than Afro descendant people mm-hmm. you know for history has proved us that it wasn't meant to be that way but now that it is it's just so beautiful and so diverse within the same race and the the end result is it should be proudness. The, the end result it should be empowerment. The end result it should be beauty. And the one thing that I would love to be is like, I would love to be represented in every single stage of the world, in yeah. every single fashion industry. I, I would love to be represented. It's like that we go and we see ourselves represented everywhere we go. And that's something that sometimes it lacks a lot in this country. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I will change maybe better when we refer to all of us, what, what a woman means, you know, what we need, our needs. And yes. uh, a few celebrities and a few entrepreneurs have focused on that. Rihanna being one of them, she just did the Super Bowl. Oh, oh my gosh. Right? The Rihanna glow here. Yes, let's do <laughs> We bow down Oh my God. So that's, and I was just, I was just researching a little bit about her Fenty products. Um, and just realized that she was sick and tired of being sick and tired trying to match her skin. She was sick and tired trying to find something that would represent her, her skin, her, her whole line and the, her whole line, even mm. though it's very diverse, it targets dark women. Yes. It targets dark customers. It targets all shades of, and, and that comes in clothing too, and all shades, because we come in all shapes and all Absolutely. shades. And yes. that is something that I, you know, I honestly would love to see more entrepreneurs like doing that. Yes. No, and only- I think we had to see it. We had to see it from a, a celebrity with that stage presence, right? We had to see with such an audience. I'm so glad she's t- she took that position because, I mean, just even makeup. Like, let, let's let, let's go back to like the '90s when you know Naomi Campbell and the Tyler Banks. Yes. The only two, you know, maybe there were more, but those are the ones that I know, you know, resonated with me growing mm-hmm. up. Iman. Yeah, Iman, yes. And they had to, I mean, even they didn't have the, the right kind of like foundation for them. And they had to kind of like go to these like makeup. Sh- I mean, it's very interesting to like just dive into the world of beauty in terms of, you know, you know, women of color. Just, you know, now we just by a press of a button, I can go to Sephora and buy my Fenty products and everything is matched to the T. But look where we're coming from, right? So it's, it's very interesting. Um, and I'm really very happy that, you know, she was the, the celebrity, you know, to be the one to have this wonderful line of not just, you know, makeup, but, you know, lingerie and, you know, and, 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 and clothing, yes. you know, that focuses on thy diverse. Because Absolutely. It, you know, things like this, when you come from like lacking or if there's a, you know, that's when people... Be, you know, entrepreneurs, that's when we, as human beings, we're most at our creative, like when there's like, you know, 
And so even with you and you, this podcast, you know, <laughs> it, just, it just says, it says, you know, you are so, this was so needed, girl. Like, please, we need more of this lather it on us because my goodness, you know, you were just like, I am doing this and this is my voice and my opinions. And boy, do we need that girl. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. But I I feel to, to follow uh, what you just said, it's like from these amazing ideas come from terms of a struggle, right? Like models back in the day, the 80s, 90s, even probably behind Iman, you know, she was being uh, an amazing model and a huge, huge yes. platform. But can you imagine that you've been like doing the runways of Paris Fashion Week and you know, having a fashion yeah. stylist that I will that will perfectly match your skin, and the struggle of you looking crazy. Like looking, you can see the white, like right. The- and it's like, like that's that's it. It blows my mind to me for these people to come forward and say, you know what, this is madness. You, the world doesn't just look like this. We look yeah. like all of this, and we have to represent all of us. Tyra Vance, the same thing with her, you know, her whole body and um, body positivity. Um, mm. That's another thing that I, I would love to talk to you about, too. Yes, and, absolutely. And Fenty, Rihanna, mm. with all of her shades and all of her shades, which is yes. amazing. Um, the world needs to understand. And um, when it comes to you know, appropriation in, in when, when it comes to educating and understanding is also educating ourselves. So, you know, because sometimes we, we go out there and we, you know, now in the media, we take a hairstylist, you know, and attack a, a celebrity, you know, that decided to just cornrow their hair, you know, or um, that is not Afro-descended and starting to braid their hair or, you know, and people, um, after this, and then people get touched about it. And then, you know, everybody jumping in on their necks, like, no, it's just a hairstyle. Yeah, but, you know, learning, educating ourselves, mm-hmm. we probably make us get, you know, better with each other in the sense of, you know, reading the background. Like, I was reading yesterday, I was um, watching yesterday these things that we were sharing. And, you know, the back history of braiding your hair, you know, as an, as an African person, as an Afro-descendant person, comes back to uh, putting seeds in their hair where they were braiding it. Yes. Because uh, you don't know what the journey is going to be. You've been taken away and, and then just hiding seeds and braiding into your hair for whatever destination you will at least have a crop to survive yes. from, you know. And when you see the history behind it, and the appropriation and taken, then you you think about yourself and you you think about it and everything that happened, and it's it becomes more than a hairstyle. It becomes an ownership that you love to be respected. Um, that is that's so true. And you know, as but it, we need to educate ourselves mm. and see beyond the ego and beyond of taking something so lightly. You know. Taking something so lightly, like, you know, why do we like to dress white? It was just, you know, uh, that whiteness comes from being the feel 
and so it was so hot. Yes. And so the linen is, is breezy and it's, yes. it's wide and it's and it gives you comfort. There's yes. a story behind everything, you know. So when when all that is, is appropriated and taken from me just for its style, and you're like, huh. So it's, it's, it's very interesting, especially coming back to what you were saying before about the seeds and the hair. Mm-hmm. I, even being of African descent, like straight up from Zimbabwe, had no idea, no idea that this is what they were doing, you know, um, part of, you know, the journey of the, you know, sl- slave trade, you know, to mm-hmm. the Caribbean and to the, you know, United States, to North America, had no idea these women were putting seeds in their hair to, and, you know, corn rowing it back to keep it there because, you know, that is going to stay, it's going to stay put. Yeah. And they, they were preparing for the journey. Like if I get caught, so it was part of the community. They knew it was like secret language. Like, listen, this is what we need to do. If you get caught, you know, you will have these seeds in your hair, no matter where you go and you could, you, you know, plant them. And then you can have food, you can have, you, you, you will be, or, or gold or something. They said that, and yes. that just touched me because it's like, man, the realness of that. Can you imagine? Can, if, no, can you mind how terrifying you have to be? Can you mind how uncertain your life would be that you, in this part of a moment, you have absolutely stripped out from everything and you grab a handful of seeds and put it in your hair and braid it? And braid it back. And that is the way to keep, some kind of connection to where you come from and you know? controlled and have some sort of control something that doesn't that in the moment has absolutely yes. no control absolutely so get back um, some sort of control in your life is is unbelievable unbelievable and, yeah and even also they talk about i think it was another one that um i was looking at you know some one of these reels about natural hair and they talked about um, just even with the cornrows, mm-hmm. you know, in America, it, they, you know, they called them like freedom rows, you know, because that was a political statement back then. They'll cornrow their hair, but it was also communication to say, you know, freedom was like five acres or something like something like that. I know I might, you know, you, people would have to research it, but it's like, it was like, if it was like five acres or something, or like to feed them, they'll cornrow five cornrows or something in the hair. So it was almost like a map to, you know, to, to guide people. A like way this. of communicating without, without involving anybody else. So just you yeah. communicating with your tribe, with your sisterhood, with your brotherhood in a, in a language that only you could understand. <sighs> Isn't, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? And that's why I, if we, you know, that's what I say, you know, I have to maintain myself as, as unique as, as possible. Why? Because enough of the same is done. You know, everybody is, is trying to follow and feel an agenda. It's almost repetitive. But you're putting yourself out there unapologetically and who you are. This is who I am. This is how I look. Yes. I don't want to change. And if you don't like it, you learn to like it or you get out of my way. That's That's, that's as simple as that. As simple as that. As you know, um, I feel that um and I'm gonna talk about like black women. Mm. Black women in general have been targeted Mm. so much. And 
I'm just sick of it. No, yes. I'm sick of of the persecution. I'm sick of the judgment. I'm Mm. sick of the labeling. uh, um, For, you know, now our curves are are trendy, right? (laughs) Now, now now in 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 2000s. Yeah. Now it's trendy, but back in the day, I was I was the fat one. Mm-hmm. I I was the one that needed to you know they wanted me to starve myself because I was because I was trashy looking. It was too much, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at myself and, I, and here I am like being I don't know 13, 14 years old and and entering modeling back in my country and literally starving myself, Joyce. That yeah. was like I was never. You would never be pretty enough. You would never yeah. be skinny enough. And I'm like, I'm looking at myself as like, why? Like, I, like, I wanted to literally like cut everything off. It's like, I just, I, why? Yeah. I didn't understand. And the whole pressure of society of you, that's not the look. Because back in the day, when mm-hmm. we were talking about 90s, you know, go back to the European, very slender tall, right? Yes. Corps, back the in the day. Yeah. Curves back in the day were trashy. They were too much. And here I am trying to enter the modeling, like feeling, I mean, looking completely crazy. And looking back and I'm like, wow. Hmm. Wow. You know what yeah. I mean? Now yeah. our curves, now everybody wants to have this. Yeah, now, now everybody wants to have the, the, Bigger behinds, the slender ways, the bigger bust, and now now it's trendy. But you know, the strength of mm. our bodies. You know what I mean? It, it was built for something. It was That's built true. for something. But it, you come in a society that doesn't respect it and look at and look at it as it was trashy. Like what? The other day I was looking at an interview of oh my gosh, I think she retired. Uh, mm. This MMA uh, Ronda Rousey. Oh yes! Oh, I remember her. Yeah. Yes, um, she is no Afro descendant, but she's strong yes. and feels strong, and she's yeah. like, you know, if you if you look at the, you know the Williams sisters, you know, yes, that body and beautiful. she was com- beautiful, beautiful, yes. strong, healthy bodies, and yes. then um, she was talking about a subject. Um, which is comes down to to fashion and aesthetics. It's like uh, I am sick of getting these comments that I look like a man, that I have too much too much too much muscles. I have built and contoured my body for yes. the craft that I do. Yes. So I am strong and I build strong. You have to be accepted and happy. That's I love it. that she owns it, and I think that's a, that's a challenge to us all women. You know. Uh, that really at the end of the day, it's about, you look in the mirror, you don't see the Instagram reels. You don't see the audience. You don't see, when you look in the mirror, when we wake up in the morning, it's basically us, you know? So that, that authenticness of how we are made should be basically what we put out in the world. And it's a struggle. It really is because we have this you know, people telling us that, oh, you're too this, you're too that, you're too... But I think at the end of the day, the, the commentary that needs to always be should be our own confidence that this is, this is who I am. Like you said, if you don't like it, then... 
But I think getting to that level is where that 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 is where the challenge is. And that's what we have to transfer to our younger generation. Yes. That confident. And that realness, you know. Yes. Life is 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 much more than a post on social media. It's much yes. more that what the media, you know, perceive of beautiful. You know, reality hits completely different. And you have to own yourself the way you are unapologetically, you know, just the way you are on yes. it. Today, I'm like, you know what? I am 5'9", 160. So what's up? <laughs> beautiful. Like you said, strong beautiful and your body is built to what to, to conquer the journey that you're on exactly you know what i'm saying that's that's the thing that's the point that we need to you know transfer to this generation you know in terms of just culture culture stuff you know uh culturally you know a, pe- a people of color as black women mm-hmm. that strength that confidence the confidence in hair that is like kinky and being able to wear it in locks and braids. Yes. 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 You know, or even like highlighted or like whatever that, that confidence is coming from somewhere. Of you being able to be yourself and put yourself out there as you, that is beautiful. And take, take it all that stereotype of, you know, I have to be this, or, or I have to be that, or I have to lighten my skin. Or, oh, my gosh, yes. That is crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. And unapologetic of everything. This is what I am. The other day, I'm, you know, with my ex, we're hanging out yeah. with our daughter, and he's just looking at me, and he's like, what happened to your elbow? He said, what happened to my elbow? And I look at my elbow, and said, nothing. What does it look like that? And I look at it because I'm black. <laughs> what does it look like that? Because I'm black. What is, how do you want me to? How is it supposed to look like? And we just start laughing. We just, I mean, you know, we just start laughing. Yeah. My daughter laughing, and in that moment, it's like, yes, it's like that's, this that's is how this is how I look like. Yes, this is there's, this is me. This, this is, is me authentically. That's it. It's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with me, but this is how my body looks like. And, and, and I, I you just realized that now. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not a conversation. It's not a conversation. <laughs> Girl, that was so, we were going into a oh, restaurant. We were yeah, going to yeah. a restaurant and he's just looking at me back. He was like, well, how many you help with my daughter? <laughs> I'm black, and then my daughter cracks up laughing. He's laughing. The people that are behind him just laughing. People get like, "Oh my god!" They don't even know what to answer. I know people get really. I know. I girl, trust me. I'm 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 in these streets all the time, and it's like, listen, <laughs> we can have a conversation. I mean, I'm black. It's all <laughs> yes, and and I like oh. to refer to as so. Like I I don't so the whole touching like touching. Eggshells is like. But no. is it, I have to ask you a question. Do you feel like you have to educate a lot of people on like just culture or blackness, or you you have to take up that role of education, huh? Yes, and it's and it's 
um in the beginning was very insulting and Mm -hmm. but i but i have to understand that you know i live in a country that Mm -hmm. we are you know these people are not well educated when it comes to cultures and outside you know for um and i hope i don't you know offend anybody and if i do well i'm sorry keep watching maybe (laughs) you know just (laughs) keep tuning in just keep tuning in but I I have to be honest to myself and to my audience to how I feel and yes I feel that you know as Afro descendant mm-hmm. uh, as Latina as Colombian and as Afro descendant I in the beginning was very insulting but now I have taken a road of educating people it's mm-hmm. like you know you can't be walking around being ignorant like that like you know <laughs> in the beginning was like um Oh my God, Colombia! Oh my God, Pablo Escobar! Drugs and drugs and drugs and Pablo Escobar. So, okay, you know, uh, we are a country with like biodiverse. Yeah. Uh, we have literally all climates. Um, we are much bigger than a guy that is is so decay. So it's been like thirty years. Like, get over it. Get over it. Let's <laughs> let's move the page. So, um, second of all, being after the sentence, like. People here, they, they won't accept me as such. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I have, they look at me because they base everything on, I don't know, you know, the features or probably the texture of my hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, don't understanding that we come, we come in all colors. We yes. in all shades and all shades. And that is, it was also very insulting to me because I mean, can you imagine, I'm, I grew up Afro-Latina. Mm-hmm. Like I've been Afro-Latina all my life. Yeah, and I'm coming from a from a, a city. You know, my city is like ninety percent of the people look like me. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, um, when it comes to oh, when somebody asks me, telling me that I have to like acknowledge my my heritage, it's like I have never have to acknowledge anything because all mm. I knew was bring Afro Latina. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, if you go in my city, everybody goes, negra, he, ne- negra, there, negra, negra, negra. It's just like, you turn, it's like, yeah, it's me. And it's like, it's, it's proudness, it's, 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 it's nice. I don't, I never felt um, like discriminated against in my community or nothing like that. It, it was the same. Everybody's the same. You know what I mean? That's uh, exactly. Lighter people or, or, or whiter people, uh, they're the minority there. Like, honestly, and it's, it's just the way it is. So when you come over here and and you describe yourself as Colombian and they ask, you know, but what is your ethnic background? Because they want to know, you know, where is the melanin coming from? And yep. you say Afro-Latina. They're like, no, you're not Afro. And I'm like, oh, okay. And they explain me that. <laughs> because, because everything I see is black. You know what I mean? Like when I see my features, yeah, I mean, culture wise, I am culturally Colombian, but race wise, I am Afro descendant. Exactly. So I really that's don't. That's where the education comes in. Yeah. That's true. That's, like, you know, culture wise, yeah, culture wise, I probably don't behave as, you know, as Afro Americans or um, European, like Afro Europeans, because culture wise, I'm different. You know, it's I was regional, cultural, yes. Yes. so many variables. Yeah. Yes. So it's, I, I mean, you know, people like to generalize, well, black people are not like 
the monolith. Like we're just not, you know what I mean? We have so many varia variations of just like blackness. Like you won't mm -hmm. even... People, you know, Mariah Carey and all the, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just so many beautiful. And at the end of the day, I mean, like it or not, like I said to my husband, you probably, you've got some black in you too. You know? Yes. <laughs> all this stuff I know. From the motherland, everybody's from Africa, Every, right? Everybody's from the motherland. Like, I, I you know, it's my, my daughter, you know, she gets um, at school, you know, and our kids, you know, uh, unfortunately, go to schools that unfortunately don't represent um, yes. how the world looks like yes. due to where we live or, you know, whatever. Yes. But um, when, she's, when she talks about it, because when they see her and when, when she gets a 10 and she's like, oh, my God, you're Italian. She's like, no, <laughs> Colombian. And, then she's, and she's like, um, but you don't look like it. Uh, and then they see me and it's like, oh. <gasps> Your mother is black. <gasps> and it's like, yes, I am Afro too. They don't believe it. <laughs> I know. Uh, Rosanna is such a beautiful mix. Such a beautiful mix of just, you know. It's, it's just. Like, it's just beautiful to see the different shades, right? Right? The different shades. When, when I see Sienna, the same thing. It's like just, I see this gorgeous, tall, beautiful right. girl. Like this, the, this. King Tony is, is just, I can't even describe with this huge mane. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And, it's, and she's having a field day, like just talking about hair, you know, for the longest time we were at a small, like, like, like talking about school and stuff, very small school, not really represented. And so like, she was very, you know, demure and like, kind of like shy almost, you know, about her hair and her now we're at a bigger place, a bigger school, and there's so much diversity. So, oh, she's got long braids all the way up to here. She's nice. Just, so it's so interesting, like, how when, you know, like, you know, you know, we, we live in these places, but we choose not to dictate them to dictate, you know, exactly. what is really, you know, for us, you know, because exactly. it's like... That's the thing. Like you said, we're going to, wherever we are, we're going to represent, you know. We're going to educate and, wanna, and we're going to represent. It's, exactly. Exactly. And what better way to do it than honoring your roots, you know, yeah. and to, to finish so this. And yes, and to finish this, this episode with, with that, I would say that what better way to, to honor mm -hmm. your ancestry, to honor your heritage is just yes. walk out of the door representing who you are with proudness with Absolutely. proudness because we are honorable people and then we're so small represented in the world and we've been shamed and we've been you know we've been taught lies and we've been um just generalized and things that are not even half true is time and for us the times we've yes been it's and so this is a great time. platform exactly it's a time for to do, to get out there and show our new generation that there is a, is there is reason to be proud we made it we we, have, we made it in a, in a country that doesn't represent us we made it in a country that doesn't look like us but we're here to represent our heritage, our culture, and to be proud of it. To be yes. proud of our blackness, to be proud of our culture, whatever that is. 
whoever you are, if you are from, if you are a Punjabi, or if you are a Greek, if you are a Palestinian or Israel, if you are a, from, Egyptian, you know, like. Mozambique or Botswana or Kenya or wherever yeah. you are, just be there, be proud. Because when, when the world see the proudness of you are, they cannot knock you down. And also when the world sees the proudness, exactly, 100%, emphasize the last point you said, my sister, they see the proudness, they see, you know, you know, where we're from, what we're representing, we can have another conversation and we can Absolutely. learn from each other. And that's, that's the beauty of this, this dialogue back and forth, like these voices, this, this platform, what you're creating, Tootie. I am so blessed. I am so thankful. Thank you for giving me this time to powwow with you, my sister. I am so proud of you. Uh, and we will, you know, I'll, I'll be back and we'll celebrate. I'm so, I'm so freaking lovely. I'm so freaking lovely. So thank you, Joy, for joining us. Thank you for sharing your amazing experience. Thank you for your braveness. Thank you for keeping yourself the way you are. Unapologetic, beautiful, black as hell and representing <laughs> your blackness i and love it i love it that's all we can do <laughs> thank you everybody for listening and for just keep joining us and jumping in to listen to these episodes that are just full of education and, and personal experience and i hope you know i hope somebody can relate and learn from this so keep tuning in Remember, Telephone Studio is available in all mainstream, in all your mainstream podcasts, and we're here. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.